Welcome to Two Minutes in Trade, where we interpret the latest trade news to help you understand the impact on your business. For a comprehensive background on the issues discussed today, please visit strtrade.com. Today is Monday, November the 20th, 2023. I'm Nicole Bivens-Collinson, Managing Principal and Operating Committee Member of Sandler, Travis & Rosenberg. On November the 16th, the White House released a Presidential Memorandum of Understanding on Advancing Worker Empowerment, Rights, and High Labor Standards Globally. The White House emphasized that enforcing rules against unfair labor practices, not just here at home but around the world, are important for enabling American workers and American companies to compete fairly in the global economy. The MOU was sent to all U.S. government agencies that are engaged abroad, such as Departments of State, Treasury, Defense, Justice, Agriculture, Commerce, Labor, Energy, Homeland Security, the International Development Finance Corporation, USTR, and the USAID, Agency for International Development. It encourages these agencies to increase engagement of overseas agency staff with foreign governments and international organizations to promote labor rights. In the areas most related to international trade, it directs USTR to promote internationally recognized labor rights and to address gaps in the labor rights protection. It then directs the Department of Labor to develop new tools and strategies to address those gaps. It directs agencies to prioritize and increase initiatives to improve labor-related compliance with U.S. trade laws, including those related to preference programs and general enforcement, U.S. customs law, trade agreements, and labor provisions of economic frameworks. Goods made from forced labor have long been banned from import into the United States, but this memo seeks to end forced labor globally, with Acting Secretary of Labor Julie Sue arguing not so subtly that this needs, is needed to level the playing field for American workers. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said that the U.S. government might use sanctions, trade penalties, visa restrictions, and all the tools in our kit to address the problem. While the USMCA has the Rapid Response Labor Mechanism, and it's been deemed an effective tool, that is part of a free trade agreement. And those framework agreements that he talked about in the memo um, don't have the same incentives. The memo also references preference programs, but that's a bit of a sore point for me because Congress still hasn't renewed the Generalized System of Preferences program since it expired in 2020, and that applies labor criteria to developing beneficiary countries. In addition, Congress needs to extend the African Growth and Opportunity Act before its expiration in 2025 so that its labor criteria can remain in effect for those sub-Saharan African countries. So while we work on eradicating forced labor globally, I do think we need to make sure we provide business with incentives to remedy violations and not just to cut and run. If we really are honestly trying to eradicate forced labor, we have to find ways to address it. With professionals in nine offices, Sandler, Travis & Rosenberg is the largest international trade, customs, and export law firm in the world. This is for informational purposes only and is not legal advice. The hiring of an attorney is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Ask us to send you free written information about our qualifications and experience. Email us at messages at strtrade.com.